Welcome to All About Books on NET Radio. I'm your host, Pat Leach, director of Lincoln City Libraries. I've noted before that I'm a bird watcher, so I was pretty excited when I saw that Jennifer Ackerman had a new book out about birds called The Bird Way, a new look at how birds talk, work, play, parent, and think. Ackerman is a longtime science writer known for her ability to translate science into excellent reading for lay people. She organizes the bird way into the five sections of the subtitle, Talk, Work, Play, Parent, and Think. Each section includes two or three chapters. For each concept, Ackerman uses many, many, many examples. Sometimes I lost the narrative thread in the immense variety of birds she includes. I kept craving a couple of strong narratives that would unify the book. While that didn't really happen, there certainly were some themes that helped to hold things together. I especially enjoyed how Ackerman kept herself in the story, especially in her telling about doing research with experts in the field. Here is her example of being out with expert Andrew Skoch in southeastern Australia, finding a lyrebird and hearing its song that includes mimicry of other birds. She writes, I'm losing hope. The mud is soaking through my boots and jeans and the afternoon light is waning. Evening descends quickly in the rainforest, drops like a curtain. We still have a long way to go. We pause for a drink of water. Then suddenly we hear it, a powerful burst of song not 30 yards from where we stand. We freeze and listen. It's a glorious performance, booming, resonant, with a splendid cascade of melodies mingling the bird's natural notes with stolen calls and songs. Andrew whispers out the species, whipbird, rosella, gray currawong, pilotbird, pied currawong. I'm glad he's by my side translating. Never have I thrilled to birdsong so fluid, pure, and orchestral, so packed with borrowings, as if all the songs of the rainforest were pouring forth from a single throat. Now I understand why this bird is called the mother of all songbirds. We creep closer and catch the quickest glimpse of the lyrebird's light, shimmery white tail. Then it's gone, along with the marvel of its operatic song. Another recurring theme is the evolution of bird study. In the 19th century, much scientific bird watching was done in northern Europe and North America, where birds migrate. As more birds were studied in tropical places, where many birds remain throughout the year, additional bird behaviors were observed, especially in their songs, and absorbed into our understanding. This is what she writes of a conversation with bird expert Naomi Langmore on the impact of migration on song and on our understanding of birds. Resident birds, like those in the tropics, have to defend their territory all year long. If over the years a partner dies, the remaining bird has to be able to defend that territory and attract a new mate. And there can be divorce as well, says Langmore. Whichever bird is left has to be able to sing to defend its territory or attract a new mate. So it seems like it's quite a recent thing that females have lost song in these migratory groups. It's this sort of news that turns the room 90 degrees. Maybe the question is not why some female birds sing, but why some don't, 
or whether in fact they do sing and we just haven't been listening. Also with time, technology has allowed for observations that were previously impossible. These take all kinds of forms, from cameras carefully placed in difficult to see spaces, to sophisticated sound recording equipment, to drones. Ackerman writes of one such experience. We humans are constrained not just by our limited senses, but also by our perception of time. In the bird world, things happen fast, sometimes too fast for us to see. To make this point in talks, Mike Webster of the Cornell Lab of Ornithology shows a real-time video made by biologist Lainey Day of a male black mannequin displaying in the forests of Guyana. In the film, the male mannequin looks like he's simply hopping up and down. Then Webster plays Day's high-speed video, which shows hundreds of frames per second, as the female mannequin would see it. Jaws drop, and there's an audible gasp from the audience. Between the little hops, the male completes a full-body, 360-degree flip, a high-speed somersault too quick for us to see. Because I'm so interested in birds myself, it's difficult for me to step back and see the likely audience for this book generally. Certainly, it appeals to bird watchers and for people interested in nature and conservation. There's a quality to Jennifer Ackerman's curiosity that demonstrates how the world becomes richer when we observe it more closely. The animation of her writing reflects this at every turn. Throughout the book, Ackerman notes how seriously birds are impacted by climate change. And this is especially true for the birds of our area in the Great Plains. Their systems that developed over thousands and thousands of years are being challenged. We're accustomed to the phrase, a canary in a coal mine. Many birds are now showing us evidence of risky conditions. They may seem like insignificant casualties, but more and more, we're learning how the smallest creatures of the earth are part of an overall scheme that supports life generally. Birds are fun and charming, and yet they paint a seriously profound picture of how the planet is faring. Ackerman herself reflected on this question in an interview. Why should humans care about birds? She said, Focusing on a form of life other than our own helps us understand that we're not unique in the ways we once thought we were. We share intelligence, behaviors, emotions, and consciousness with birds and other animals. Also, birds model fascinating behaviors. Species of all kinds cooperate and collaborate in everything from hunting, courting, and migrating to raising and defending their young, sometimes even across species lines. Invariably, it boosts their success. Birds demonstrate the benefits of living in diverse social groups and working together to solve problems. They show us how to be flexible and adapt and even the great benefits of play. The book is The Bird Way a new look at how birds talk, work, play, parent, and think by Jennifer Ackerman, published in 2020, appropriately enough, by Penguin Press. You've been listening to All About Books on NET Radio. Podcasts of this and other programs are available online when you visit netnebraska.org radio. For All About Books, I'm Pat Leach. 
All About Books is supported by The Coinery, buying and selling coins, gold bullion, and offering collectors supplies and out-of-print books on Nebraska and the Great Plains. The Coinery, since 1964, owned by Jim McKee, located in the Piedmont shops at Cotner and A in Lincoln.